Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tire SECA Super Tour races from Hallett Motor Racing Circuit. This race was first broadcast live Sunday, April 24th, 2022. And we are getting ready to go back racing here this afternoon at Hallett Motor Racing Circuit. With race group number three, here is your starting grid. Starting 27th in the 04 car out of Littleton, Colorado, it's Liam Bale. Starting 26th in the 26 car, it's a T4 from Tolar, Texas, Leanne Falk. Starting 25th in the 2 car from Monrovia, California, it's Kunshing Yi. Starting 24th in the 146 STL car out of Dallas, Texas, Peter Davis. Starting 23rd in the 46 STL car from Houston, Texas, James Goffery. Starting 22nd in the 42 T4 car from Boca Raton, Florida, it's Anthony Bartone. Starting 21st in the number 11 STL car from Houston, Texas, William Keeling. Starting 20th in the 47 STL car from Prosper, Texas, James Dionato. Starting 19th in the 33 T2 car from Austin, Texas, it's Chris Rogers. Starting 8, 18th in the 100 car, it's STU from Fort Worth, Texas, John Unangst. Starting 17th in the 71 car, it's a T3 from Fort Worth, Texas, Lawson Nagel. Starting 16th in the 27 STL car from South Lake, Texas, William Snyder. Starting 15th in the 23 T3 car from South Lake, Texas, it's Philip Keith Morrow. Starting 14th in the 44 T4 car from Parker, Colorado, Garrett Mays. Starting 13th in the 120 T4 from Little Elms, Texas, it's Angelica Spray. Starting 12th in the 13 T2 car from Granbury, Texas, it's Wayne Parks. Starting 11th in the 133 STL from Tomball, Texas, Allen Stubblefield. Starting 10th in the 41 T3 car from Louisville or Louisville, Colorado, Michael Pettiford. Starting 9th in the number 5 car from Wakarusa, Kansas, it's Joe Smith driving an STL car. Starting 8th in the number, number 190 STU car from Coppel, Texas, David Fiorelli. Starting 7th in the number 18 T4 car from Houston, Texas, it's Sergio Zlobin. Starting 6th in the number 4 STL car from Stillwell, Kansas, Stephen Johnson. Starting 5th in the 59 STL from Bellevue, Nebraska, Jake Anton. Starting 4th in the 147 STL from Tulsa, Oklahoma, William Knight. Starting 3rd in the 92 STU car from Ross Sharon, Texas, it's Matt Bleem. Starting second, the number 14 T2 car from Fort Worth, Texas, Scott Sewell. And your pole sitter car, 66 T2 car from Olathe, Kansas. That's Charlie Peter. That is your starting grid for race group number three as the cars are now heading out on the track as we are getting ready to go racing again here at Hallett Motor Racing Circuit. Mike, we can start to see them as they're coming down into turn two, uh, led, of course, by uh, uh, our, our overall leader here once again. But uh, nevertheless, that beautiful Mazda Miata pace car doing a great job as uh, our uh, overall uh, our field is uh, not very well warmed up. Not very well formed up, of course, as you would expect at this particular point in time. Certainly uh, getting a, uh, a lot of scrubbing of tires done. Uh, the, uh, the sun has come out through the clouds, so uh, track temperature is going to be warmer than they had been uh, earlier this morning before lunch. 
So we're going to see uh, a lot of interesting racing here. I think a lot of competitive racing. And, and uh, Chris, if you're in there in the mix here, uh, you know about these cars, these Porsches, and uh, just absolutely incredible vehicles. Uh, but as soon as they, you know, as soon as they get heat in their tires, they just go. Okay, apparently he's not up yet. Yeah, I guess not. Okay. Okay, I'm just going over some quick paperwork here. Uh, I'm tracking yesterday's winners here in this race group. Charlie Peter took T2. Matt Blaine took STU. Steve Johnson took STL. Sergio Slobin took T4. Michael Pettiford took T3. And, yeah, that's that's all of the groups here. So... We'll see if anybody from this group can uh, pull off the old golden broom bob and uh, sweep the weekend. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That uh, golden broom award has not been uh, going out much this weekend. We've had a lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, separate winners, and that's uh, that's good to see. A lot of uh, you know set it out a little bit. Yeah, I mean we we've had uh, well here. Let's forget that because here comes the cars around turn ten, green flag in the air, and we are off and running. And getting a good jump was the fourteen of Scott Sewell, but Charlie Peter had a great run at our pole sitter. But going around turn number one, it's going to be the fourteen of Scott Sewell takes the lead. Peter falls in behind him, followed by William Knight, Matt Bleem as they head up the hill. Bob, you're going to see that red fourteen car, the first one coming your way. Oh, yeah, that's Scott, and he has definitely uh, got a good, solid lead. But Charlie Peter, not content to have that lead uh, for very long. He's looking driver's left, driver's right, almost took to the grass to get there side-by-side coming up into four. Charlie Peter takes the lead and runs past Sewell. So let's uh, put a new leader in the pack here. Charlie Peter and uh, then Scott Sewell, car number 14, that red uh, T2 car that started out in the lead, not in the lead now at this point. Chris? Yes, Chris is uh, still still there, having so. problems. Yeah, problems getting hooked up here. But we Not talked yet talked yesterday about that, where uh, Chris was surprised that uh, the the uh, BMW of Charlie Peter could hold off Scott Sewell's Porsche as, as good as it did yesterday. As Peter pretty much walked away with the T two race, but uh, it looks again here today that that BMW's got some of the horses in there that Sewell don't have. As Peter gets by him, as they come around turn number 10 right now, down the front stretch, and it's going to be Peter already, after one lap, about four car lengths ahead of Scott Sewell. Then William Knight, STL driver, third. Matt Bleem, our STU driver, is fourth. But he's got David Fiorelli, another STU driver, right behind him. They're all around one and heading up the hill. All right, as they're coming into turn two, it is uh, Charlie Peter all the way. Scott is about four car lengths back, and then you got about four car lengths back to uh, Matt Beam in STU. So you've got, or, I'm sorry, William Knight, and then Matt Beam in STU. So you've got uh, two T2 cars, an STL car, and a couple of T2 uh, STU cars uh, following close in lockstep here as uh, things are starting to settle out a little bit at the front of the pack as uh, Charlie Peter moves forward by about four car lengths as uh, as they go in. Waiting for him to come around. Unfortunately, I can't see him until they get to the tunnel here. And there goes Charlie Peter now. And he has really opened it up, probably about ten car lengths now over Scott Sewell as he goes into turn ten around the corner and down the hill. 
And let's see at the line. It was 1.3 the last time around. A good 8 to 10 cars easily this time around. There goes Sewell across the line. 1.5 back. Now, pretty good battle here between the 92 of Matt Bleem or 190 of Matt Bleem in third. Steven Johnson in fourth as a, well, I'm sorry, that's Fiorelli here. And Matt Bleem is back in fifth. So Fiorelli did get around Bleem to take that STU lead, Bob. Sure did. And uh, as they're coming up through three, uh, we're looking at our overall leader, Charlie Peter, and then Scott Sewell, almost the bottom of uh, uh, turn three into four, a distance. Then as uh, we look at the rest of the pack a little bit further back, uh, car number 92, and that is uh, Matt Bleem, and then uh, Scott Johnson and uh, William Knight as uh, they roll on past between uh, turn four and five. As they go into six, it is still Charlie Peter all the way. All right, let's take a look here. So uh, we're looking at STU. Matt Bleem is sitting in fifth. Uh, David Friarelli is our STU leader in third. They've got Steve Johnson in between them, an STL driver. You've got to go back to seventh to find our next STL driver. That's William Knight. So you got Bleem and Mike Pettiford in T3 in between them. Our next T3 driver, you've got to go all the way back to Nagel Lawson in 14th. And there goes our race leader, Charlie Peter, knocking off another lap. He goes into one as Scott Sewell comes down the hill. So Peter already making a mockery of this, calling it a race, as he has opened up a huge lead now on Scott Sewell. Matt Bleem has gotten back around Stephen Johnson and David Fiorelli. So put Bleem in third, Fiorelli fourth. That is first and second in STU, Bob. Hi, guys. Hey, it's there Chris. He is. Okay, and uh, Sorry as... to chime in here, guys, but uh, there is a black Mazda number one forty-seven at the exit of six, off on driver's right, about two car lengths off in the grass, with a standing yellow in turn six. All right, and the keep, old... keep the call, Chris. As uh, leaders are coming to yep. you. Yep, I've got the leader coming right into seven. I appreciate that. Sorry to. Be late to chime in here. A little connection issue to resolve. Sort of a kerfuffle, Bob. Sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, Charlie Peter, yes, gets through turn nine, and then there's a, oh, I've got enough time to turn the calendar over before Scott Sewell shows up. There he goes in second, and then Matt Bloom, STU leader, and then David Fiorelli and Steven Johnson as they come to you, Mike. All right, well, Charlie Peter, he's working his way to Kansas. Uh, he's way ahead of everybody. And let's take a look. Uh, Peter now in the one as Sewell comes out of 10. But about six car lengths back from Sewell is Matt Bleem, who says, you know, I want to get up there. And he has now shown his way up to uh, third place as he's chased down Sewell. David Fiorelli holding in fourth. Stephen Johnson, fifth, as our leaders are by me and up to Bob. Now, as we're looking for our overall leader, who just, by the way, went by me, uh, here's, uh, uh, let's see, Scott Sewell in uh, that uh, 14 Porsche. Uh, 92, Matt Bream in third place overall right now. And then uh, followed by car number four, that's Stephen Johnson. And the one, uh, one, well, 160 car, or well, 190 car of David Fiorelli in that order as they come through four into five and over to Chris. Yes, uh, second place. Well, the leader's just out of nine at the moment. 
And then the second place Porsche of Scott Sewell enters turn nine into the ugly turn. And then the 92 of Blem. I think I said that right. I hope I did. And then the number four Miata of Steven Johnson. There's a pass here as the black Mustang, that 190 STU car, he had pulled over and let everybody go through of David Fiorelli. So there might be a problem here, Mike, as they come to you. The Fiorelli Mustang is not on pace. All right. And uh, that kind of takes away from it because Matt Bleem, now our STU leader, he is going to have a huge gap back to his next uh, runner as there goes Bleem by, or I'm sorry, Fiorelli by me now. And yeah, he does look like he's off pace as uh, he's passed again now by Sergio Slobin, and it looks like Joe Smith's going to get him also. Bob, over to you. All right, as our overall leader, Charlie Peter, has gone by, and now uh, Scott Sewell, we're looking at about five car lengths back to car number 92. That's Matt Bleem. Now a bunch of car, probably about 20 car lengths back to car number four, Steven Johnson. Jake Anton coming into view here at car 59. Then we have uh, a car 18. That would be... Uh, Sergio Slobe and then David Fiorelli in the car 190. Those guys are about five car lengths apart, and that is starting to settle out pretty uh, pretty drastically. Chris? Yeah, I'd agree with the word drastic in terms of gap between cars because uh, no current challenges in the top five. However, I'm still looking down the straightaway here, and it looks like they've uh, sent a flat tow vehicle to cross the racing service here, uh, surface, as you were. Uh, at the exit of six, but they've got to wait for the whole field to come by. <laughs> I mean, he's just sitting there waiting. He wants to cross to go re- uh, to go hook onto that uh, broken down Miata that's off in the grass. Oh, don't go now! Here comes two cars. Wow, he just made it in time. Okay, so flat toe in progress here in six, guys. That was a close call, but uh, we're about to retrieve that car off the surface. So sorry to take up the call there, but. Uh, Bob, I know that the leader's been by you, and the 14 of Sewell comes into your view. Yep, absolutely. And so I'm going to hand it back over to you to pick up uh, Charlie Peter and Scott Sewell as uh, Scott just uh, rolls into five, followed by Matt Bleem. So uh, grab it and go, my friend. Okay, our overall leader here, Charlie Peter, in that beautiful BMW, comes through turn seven into up over eight, down into nine, and now I just see second place, Scott Sewell, coming out of six. So more than a three-car length or a three-corner advantage. I'd call it half the track at this point. And then Mr. Bloom, or B-L-E-H-M, Blem, excuse me if I said that wrong, in that beautiful Scion FRS, all white, and he is trying to track him down, Mike. All right, a quick note here. Peter Davis, the 146, not on the track. Chris Rogers, the 33, Liam Vale in the 04. Uh, they show that they've tripped the transponder but never finished a lap yet. Charlie Peters by me, and right now there goes Scott Sewell, 15 and a half seconds off the lead. Matt Bleem, three seconds behind Scott Sewell, but that is a STU versus T2 battle, if you want to call it one. Uh, STL, Steve Johnson goes by six, almost seven seconds back. Anton, who's also STL, three and a half seconds behind Johnson for that top spot. Bob? Our overall leader, Charlie Peter, gone by. He's uh, in another zip code right now. Scott Sewell is uh, coming through four right now and uh, seems to be having a nice little drive. Matt Bleem, 
still looking uh, in STU. Uh, he's got the rabbit to chase there in Scott Sewell in T2 car. Now, when you get up to four, uh, car number four, Steve Johnson, that's an STL car, as well as uh, Jake Anton in his Mazda, an STL car, and then uh, Sergio Sloban, a T4, and Joe Smith, an STL car. David Fiorelli in STU is uh, is back in eighth position in car 190, that, uh, that Mustang there. So all of those guys heading on over to Chris right now. Yeah, I think our overall leader is probably in about turn one by now uh, in Alaska. Uh, he is long gone. So uncontested for the top three here as I wait for Steven Johnson and Jake Anton to come through here over in nine. I see the Mustang of David Fiorelli. So uh, that, uh, as I look off to my left down the straightaway here, just coming into seven, that the Mustang has been flat-toed in his almost, or I'm sorry, not Mustang, but Mazda Miata is almost towed out of the way here, gentlemen. The white flag that was displayed in six is now being pulled back in, so racing back to normal over here. All right, uh, looks like our STL battle's heating up a little bit as Jake Anton has just picked up almost a full three seconds on Steven Johnson. He's only eight-tenths behind him, so let's find that number four and 59. Right over here, Mike, uh, just going out of two and into three, and they are about two car lengths apart right now as they're coming up the back hill into four. It expands out to three car lengths. Steven Johnson got about three on Jake Anton, car number 59, as they come around four into five. Now into six, about three car lengths. Chris, you're going to see him coming out of six in just a second. Okay, yes, I do have them. Yep, definitely coming out of six. There's about three car lengths that separate them. And uh, of Sergio Zlobin in that MX-5 chasing another Miata, and they are only about four car lengths apart. Wow, the 59 of Anton deep on the brake to nine, closes it to within two car lengths as they head towards the bridge and over towards you, Mike. All right, waiting for them to come around turn number 10 as this is the battle for the lead in STL. As here they come now through turn number 10, that wide sweeping left-hander down the hill. It is about a car length and a half now with that black, yellow over black number four of Steven Johnson. Jake Anton in the 59, now only five-tenths behind him. He picked up another three-tenths of a second on Johnson that last lap. So the STL battle definitely underway right now for the top spot. Bob? Yeah, as they come into the braking zone, they compress down a little bit, down to about a car length and a half as uh, now into two, now into three. That expands out as they both get on the gas. It looks like Johnson's got a little bit more stroke than uh, Anton right now in uh, as far as speed goes because that, comp- that blows on out to about three car lengths. And then uh, if you look at uh, car number five, that's Joe Smith. He got past Sergio, Sergio Sloban. Uh, in the uh, two-three complex as well. So all of those guys are coming on over to you, Chris. Yeah, I watched Stephen Johnson exit turn six there, full sideways, opposite lock, which gives Anton a little bit of ambition to go. Hey, I can get closer. But Mike, if you want to take a little bit of a closer look, the number four of that Miata. That exhaust pipe coming out of the back of that car is literally only about four inches above the ground. I'm not sure if that's coming loose or not, but it's almost dragging the ground of that yellow over black number four of Steven Johnson as they come in 10. All right, as they come down the hill, it's only about a car length separating them, and let's take a look at that. 
Yeah, that is hanging down pretty low there as they go into one. But it is Anton now. That is the man on the move as he is chasing down Johnson. I mean, he is only a car length, if that now, at turn one behind him. And uh, they're heading up the hill. Bobby, I have to keep an eye see if Anton can make a move. They're right down there at uh, two, and that's an old trick. You know, you used to leave your exhaust manifold uh, real loose from the uh, front pipe, and it all fell off about halfway through, and you got yourself headers instead of a uh, exhaust <laughs> system. But uh, Steve Johnson and Jake Anton, about two car lengths as they come up through four and into five. Steve Johnson still has that, uh, uh, still has exhaust on, but it is, in fact, a little bit on the loose side, and Jake Anton, about two car lengths. And Chris? Yeah, as I watch them come out of turn six, he has about a two-car length lead as they set up for turn seven. He throws it in, up over the curbing, and, yeah, that exhaust is definitely there. So, Mr. Anton, deep under braking, closes it to within one car length. Off the corner, Anton pulls even closer to Steven Johnson, Mike, as they cross that brand-new bridge here, and they head towards turn 10 in your view. All right, and it is uh, Jake Anton that's the faster of the two now as they come out of turn number 10. Still about a car length separating them, maybe a little bit less at the line. Johnson at 126.3, Anton at 126.2, picks up one-tenth, and that is it. Going into one, it's still nose to tail. Steve Johnson, Jake Anton for the STL lead. And we're watching them come uh, through the, uh, yeah, just out from behind the haulers, and it is down to nose to tail. It is really nose to rear bumper. Uh, Anton tries to go driver's left on Johnson, messes that up badly, and it cost him two car lengths. Uh, they were, again, like we said, nose to tail. Now they're three car lengths apart. He just did not have that enough forward momentum to, uh, to make that pass, tried it, and uh, it kind of blew up in his face. Joe Smith, Sergio Slobin coming up uh, through five now as our uh, overall leaders in STL are coming through six. Chris? Yeah, going down the straightaway, you weren't kidding that uh, the gap increased after that failed attempt, and that just let Steven Johnson just basically walk way far away. But Johnson locks it up really hard in nine, trying to get by the slower number 26, who stayed left, and Anton gets a chance to close that gap up, which he had thrown away in turn two uh, there, Bob. But as they come in to turn 10, Steven Johnson still has a commanding lead over Anton. All right, as they come around turn 10, yeah, he's not only got that, but they've also got the 26 car in between them. So Johnson has a little bit of breathing room right now as he's 1.9 seconds ahead of Anton as they go around turn one and up the hill and back over to Bob. As we're watching for them to come through past the haulers, yep, but uh, it's a pretty good lead right now. Uh, at, but uh, it looks to me like right now Steven Johnson is coming up on a uh, uh, another car that he's going to try and get past. Let's see who this is as they uh, come up the hill. That is uh, car number, it looks like 12. That's one of those. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, well, it might not be 12. Let's take a quick look. Uh, yeah, I don't see a 12. So, Anyway, uh, he's coming up on a slower car at this point, and uh, that would be a nice pick for him to put in between himself and Jake Anton as uh, they come through five and over to six and over to Chris. Right, as they approach that slower car that you spoke of, um, 
I'm watching to see how he navigates. Oh, he pull, the slower car pulls over, two drivers right, and lets both the 4 and the 59 come right through. And Jake Anton, gap is gone. Back to Steven Johnson's rear bumper here. So even though he made that slight driving mistake, he's right back to his bumper, Mike. All right, a little farther up front here, Scott Sewell, 26 seconds behind Peter. Matt Bleem reeling in Sewell a little at a time. But here is the race, STL. It is still Stephen Johnson, Jake Anton. Less than a car length separates them at the line. As they go down into turn number one, still Stephen Johnson holds off Jake Anton as they go up the hill and back over to Bob. As we're looking for them to come out from behind the haulers, there they come. And it's about two car lengths going into the braking zone. Compresses down to about half a car length. And uh, 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 Jake Anton right on Steven Johnson's bumper. But Johnson's got the power off of three and once again puts his foot into it. It's about two car lengths, now three, now four, now five in between himself and Jake Anton. That compresses down to about four as they go into five, and coming into six, it's about four car lengths between Johnson and Jake Anton for first and second in STL. Chris? Accurate call, Bob, as they exit turn six here, and I watch them come down the short straightaway here, coming towards turn seven. There isn't much of an advantage here because Jake Anton is able to actually use a lot more braking in that number four car, tries to get up and over nine and get away from Jake Anton, but it's not working. So the battle stays the same, about two car lengths gap between the two, between Johnson and Anton at the moment, Mike. All right, as they come around turn number 10, they do have a slower car in front of them that they're going to catch over between one and two. Right now, the gap at the line is about two car lengths. Advantage, Steven Johnson. Going into turn one, well, Johnson's now only got one car length lead as Anton's pulling up on him. Bob? As we're watching him come into turn two here, Yes, as we're watching them come into turn two here, it looks to me like uh, Mr. Johnson has uh, lost his position. Jake Anton seems to have pulled past not only him, but a slower car, and uh, we have a new leader in uh, STL, and that would be Mr. Jake Anton. Uh, Let's see, Steve Johnson got past the uh, slower car, but uh, now Anton has got about four or five car lengths on Johnson as they come over to six and over to Chris. Yeah, I'll wait for him to come into view here. And yes, indeed, Bob, just as you called it, he may have had a little problem getting around that uh, slower car. He pulls over to the right, though, for some reason. Oh, that would be a problem. Yes, he's way off the pace here, unfortunately. Something has happened to the four car of Steven Johnson. As he comes through eight and through nine, he's just pulling over, letting everybody go by. Something unfortunate has happened here, Mike. So for the time being, that battle is over. But as I look off to my southwest, guess what I see in the sky, guys? A little bit darker clouds are creeping forward. Oh, they're just darker clouds. All right, so... Jake Anton, move him up the fourth now. Steven Johnson's out of it. Let's see, there's the 42. All right, the five of Joe Smith now. He is six seconds behind Anton. He is running second in STL. Don't know if he's got the uh, speed to be able to catch him. He ran about a half a second slower that last lap. Bob? All right, as we're looking at uh, who's swinging on through here, and it is uh, Jake Anton coming in here uh, as uh, – as he is uh, moving forward, 
Uh, coming up on car 11, which is a slower car, and uh, that would be, let's see, who's car 11? Well, I don't have a car 11. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in a in a, a bit of a conundrum here. Uh, I keep losing or finding but cars. There is isn't a timing scoring. There is an 11. It's but, William Keeling. Okay, well, he's coming up on William Keeling. Okay. And, uh, was not able to find it. Okay, <laughs> over to you, Chris. I, I'm just confused. Uh, we all are. Chris? That's okay. We're happy to help you out here, Bob. So, one thing I did notice on this previous lap, even though they're well past me, Scott Sewell and Matt Blem, that battle between a T2 car and an STU, Blem is starting to reel Sewell in just a little bit here. If you look at overall lap times and our overall leader, uh, Charlie P. Peter, as he comes towards me down that short chute, has his headlights ablaze and is laughing at a very, very incredible and impressive pace as he comes up on the number 216, put him down yet another lap. So our overall leader crossing the bridge coming towards you, Mike. All right. Well, the last time around I saw he had passed the number 100 of John Ewanks, leaving 10 cars on the lead lap. I want to see if he's gotten around Allen Stubblefield yet. Uh, see, there's the 41 of Michael Pettiford. There's the 44 of Garrett Mays. And there's Charlie Peters. So Garrett Mays is going to go down here another lap. We're going to have eight cars left on the lead lap here very shortly, Bob. All right. Uh, Jake Anton just going by uh, by me as, uh, as he uh, rolls through. And uh, Joe Smith, Sergio Slobin, David Fiorelli all swinging by right now as uh, those guys head through five and over to six and over to Chris. Yeah, as I watch him exit the corner here, Bob, and i got to give him just a second to sort of come into view here a little bit more as they come in towards turn seven. Yes, I see the number five come through up over eight, down through nine of Joe Smith, and then the 11, and then that really cool colored Miata. And I can't really get the car number on it. It's too fast. So, Mike, that battle's headed towards you. Attention in the pit and paddock, race group four, E production, F production, H production, GT light, and B spec. This is your first call to the grid. Race group four, E production, F production, H production, GT light, and B spec. Your first call to the grid. All right, Bob, I'm sending it up to you. Well, I don't really have anybody in front of me right oh, now. Oh, you will but, uh, in a second. Let's just take a look down <laughs> in turn two and three. And, yes, well, there he is. That would be our uh, our good buddy, Jake Anton, coming up through. And he has uh, put another uh, slower car behind him. That is uh, car number 46. And uh, that... Uh, and then our, and then car number five, Joe Smith, also following through as well. So you've got... Uh, Anton in 59, Joe Smith at a car number 46, and then Joe Smith as they're coming through five, over to six, and over to Chris. Yeah, I was just watching the battle as they're just now getting out of six, Bob. I was watching the uh, battle between that Porsche of Scott Sewell and Matt Blem, and I'm not going to change the call here, but even though it's T2STU, but Blem is starting to make inroads. So as I watch that battle between the 46 and the five, as they come through eight and into turn nine, that beautifully covered Miata, colored Miata of Sergio Zlobin is definitely on fire here and going fast. He's at a 127.6, so definitely making it, pulling away in the T4 battle, Mike. Well, uh, Slobin, if you remember, uh, set a track record here yesterday. So uh, 
Maybe he's at it again today. Now, I just had uh, Jake Anton go by in that multicolored car, which means that Charlie Peters should be coming around right now down the front stretch. As, uh, he's got those headlights on. He passes it again. And let's see, the 41 car, that's Mike Pettiford. Six cars left on the lead lap. Right now, Charlie Peters chasing down the 18 of Sergio Slobin. Bob? And uh, as we're watching him come through the turns over here on this side of the track, yep, he sure is. <laughs> and uh, uh, with those headlights ablazing, coming through three, he is uh, tracking down uh, Slobin. And as... Uh, as he goes past that uh, that uh, car, actually, it's car that's car eleven that he's going past. That's William Keeling right now. Uh, put Keeling uh, down another lap. lap. And, <laughs> yep, and down another lap. And there you go, uh, Charlie Peter coming through six and over to you, Chris. Yeah, as he safely navigates around that traffic and comes down that short shoot, I can only tell you as a driver, it's fun to catch a draft, but as fast as Peter is, you tuck one car tucked in behind him here that you said was being put down a lap, that 11 car, and then all of a sudden, the car's gone. I mean, Peter has a very, very quick engine in that car and is definitely checking out. With about seven minutes to go here, it's going to be interesting to see how many more he can get, Mike, as he comes into 10. All right, and he is coming up. Let's see here. There's the 18 of Slobin. And here comes Peter now, about a half of front stretch behind Slobin. And the question becomes, with seven minutes or seven laps, how many cars are going to be left on the lead lap? Charlie Peter, coming up the hill to you, Bob. Absolutely, and that is a, that's a great question with, as we, uh, we, we watch these laps count down. Charlie Peter coming up on some slower traffic right now. As, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Mike, and uh, as we look here, his, uh, his next victim, car number 46, <laughs> that's James Goffrey. And he is only about uh, two car lengths behind Goffrey as they go into five. And that uh, should be done probably by six or six uh, uh, or at least by seven as uh, they come over to Chris. Chris? I'm watching for him to come out of six. And, yes, he does. One car pulls over a little bit and kind of makes it a little more difficult, but he finally gets by and turns into seven here. It's kind of the last second here, that 46 car. Uh, I think he pulled over to let him by, and Peter said, no, I want the other lane. So he had to wait just a second, but he gets through nine, headed towards turn 10, and I don't even see second place, guys. (laughs) So, Mike, leader towards you. All right. Well, Bob uh, Goffrey is... Second place just just, uh, went past me, Chris, just so, so you know the distance. Back to you, Mike. Okay, well, that's good, because here comes the race leader. <laughs> he just passes me. Anyway, Goffrey is two laps down. That's how That's how bad Peter is just beating the field here, as he's only got seven cars left on the lead lap. And, uh, well, actually, I'm showing right now five, which is, well, well there goes six, Mike Pettiford. And then Garrett Mays. So, yeah, it's still uh, eight cars on the lead lap. Then there's a bunch that are two laps down and a whole bunch that are a lot more laps down. As Charlie Peter rewriting the book here on how to run Hallett, Bob. Well, he just uh, went past uh, car number 18. That's Sergio Slobin. Put him down a lap. So now we're down to, what, five? Seven. Seven. Okay, seven. Right. As they go into five, that's where the five came from. Seven into five, coming over to six and over to Chris. Correct. Yes, I was watching some other cars go by while you were talking about that, Bob, and there's a really good battle starting to happen in 
for second place in T3 between a couple of Porsche drivers. The 71 of Lawson and the 23 of Morrow were nose to tail because Michael Pettiford is checked out in T3. And I look at the overall leader to go back to your story, Bob, and he is crossing the bridge heading towards turn 10 right now, Mike. All right, Bob, you were right. There's only five cars left on the lead lap. I had that wrong. So uh, you, you got it right, buddy. Attention at Pin Paddock, second call to the grid for race group number four, E Production, F Production, H Production, GT Light, and B Spec. Again, race group four, E Production, F Production, H Production, GT Light, and B Spec, your second call to the grid. Bob Leader should be by you. All right, as we're looking for uh, our overall leader, we've got uh, some guys discussing uh, race strategy here right out in front of me, which is uh, it's rather interesting, but uh, here is our... <laughs> oh, my. Here comes our overall leader, Charlie Peter, and he has car number five, Joe Smith, in his sights. Only about uh, maybe six to eight car lengths away from him, and uh, that looks like that pass may happen uh, over by Chris. Chris, I'm going to hand it on over to you. I'll keep my eyes peeled for that as I'm waiting to him to come into view. He comes out of turn six, navigates down the straightaway with not an immediate threat of traffic, but that five that you spoke of is in nine. Now Peter's in turn eight. The five gets out of nine, and Peter takes his time, sets the car upright, being real careful with tires, and uh, exits turn nine and is on his way towards turn ten, Mike. All right, well, here comes our fourth-place driver, Jake Anton, as he comes down across the start-finish line. And then I believe here is Joe Smith in the five car. Yep, and there's our race leader, Charlie Peter. Just under three minutes to go. Peter now looks like he is going to put four cars left on the lead lap. By the time he gets up to Bob, he'll catch Joe Smith somewhere on that straightaway. Looking forward to seeing that happen as they come through turn two and into three. Uh, you've got Charlie Peter. You've got, uh, uh, let's see, where Joe Smith here. Did he? Did he get him? Not yet. Not yet. It's not yet. Still, uh, still about three car lengths behind him. But uh, the uh, Peter is doing a great job of staying ahead of. I mean, uh, uh, Joe Smith is staying a pretty good job of staying ahead of Charlie Peter as they come through five over to six and over to you, Chris. I'm waiting for him to come out of view here because I'm looking for the headlights, and there they are. Yes, I think he's backed off because that Miata of Joe Smith, even though it's an STL car, he is running really, really hard, and it doesn't seem as though Charlie's really pushing that hard to want to get by him. I think he's just being respectful at this point because I think he knows how far ahead he is with a minute and 40 to go, Mike. Our overall leader is crossing the bridge and heading into turn 10. And he's got a 46-second lead, so I think he can uh, afford to kind of just slow down a little bit. There goes our STL leader, Jake Anton. He goes by. And, well, forget it because right here at the line, Charlie Peter goes by Joe Smith. Smith is now one lap down. Next in line is Jake Anton. Bob, with a minute and a half to go, they're coming to you. Don't think he's going to get past Jake Anton. Jake is uh, pretty much uh, just coming past me right now. And uh, as uh, Charlie Peter is just now into two. So uh, that may be a little bit much for him for just a minute. But you never can tell with Charlie Peter because uh, as he's hauling freight up the back, he is now uh, down to about 10 car lengths between Jake Anton and him. So 
you, I never say never. Never, ever say never. And they're over to Chris. And Chris may be a pass for him. Yep, I'm waiting for him to come out of six. There he is. And there is quite the little tossle going on here between that 59 and the 27. Uh, the 59 is Jake Anton, of course, and the 27 is a slower car. And Mr. Peter slows it down in nine like he has been, taking good care of the car and the tires, not pushing it. And Mikey's headed your way right now. All right, so as we come around turn number 10, Let's take a look here. There is Anton. A little wiggle coming out of 10, but uh, keeps it straight. White flag is in the air for Charlie Peters. He passes the 27 right at the line, and that 27 is William Snyder. He is two laps down. So, Charlie Peter on the last lap. Bobby's around one. Coming up to you. Looking for him to come out from behind the haulers, and there he is. And he does. He still has uh, that uh, that car uh, I believe it's 59 of Jake Anton in his sights. He may actually put him down a lap or another lap again as he uh, comes up through uh, four, and he just does that. Yep, absolutely right in front of me. And uh, so uh, uh, make that uh, one more car. He's only got two left to pass to have gone past the entire pack at least once, and I don't think that's going to happen. But no. yeah, it's just theoretically very kind of cool. Uh, Charlie Peter, over to six and over to you, Chris, for the final time. Yeah, as you were talking about that, Bob, uh, I saw him come into turn two, Charlie Peter, as he comes by in front of me as we speak into seven and eight. I saw him in turn two and second and third of Sewell and Blim were just coming out of nine, so he's almost left the entire field, as you were saying. But your overall leader, Mike, Coming into your view in just a couple of seconds, bud. Yeah, there's no way he's going to get Bleem and Sewell because uh, Anton was 30 seconds behind Bleem. So, I mean, he'd have to have a rocket motor on that thing. Checkered flag in the air. Charlie Peter wins the Golden Broom Award. Sweeps the weekend. Coming across the line right behind him is our fourth-place driver, Jake Anton. He will win STL. But uh, dominant. I don't think there's any other word to say it. Charlie Peter this weekend has been the dominant driver, hands down, as he wins it. I can't even tell you the uh, length between the cars yet, the time, because uh, where's Scott Sewell in the 14? He's just exiting turn nine, and <laughs> so is the 92 of Matt Blem. So they might have a chance to catch up after the checker on a cool down, Mike. I doubt it. Yeah, I think our overall leader might be an impound before these guys get to checker. I think he's already at impound. <laughs> yeah, might have been out of impound by now. Yeah, <laughs> really. There's the 14, Scott Sewell. He goes by 54.7 seconds behind. Matt Bleem gave it the old college try. Ends up 1.2 seconds behind Sewell in the overall scheme of things. But that really means nothing. T2, Charlie Peter gets the win. Scott Sewell comes in second. And we got to go all the way down to 10th place to Wayne Parks, who is uh, one lap down for third place in T2. Winner for STU is Matt Bleem. And let's see, uh, John Uangst finishes ninth, uh, one lap down, second in STU. And I believe that is, oh, no, David Fiorelli only completed 16 laps, but uh, finishes 21st, third in STU. STL, give it to Jake Anton. He wins by seven seconds over Joe Smith. 
And third in STL is going to go to William Snyder back in 14th. T3, Mike Pettiford gets the win. Second place is Keith Morrow back in 12th. And Nagel Lawson, 13th overall, finishes third in T3. T4, Sergio Slobin wins it. Garrett Mays comes in second. Angelica Spray comes in third. So that wraps up race group number three. Let's make our final call to hey, the Mike. grid. What? Real quick, uh, for some reason, after the checker, the 92 here of Matt Blem on the short straightaway after turn six has pulled it all the way into the infield. Uh, not sure what happened, but I just thought I'd let you know the 92 car has pulled it off to the infield hmm. and not finishing this last lap. I mean, I know the checker's out, but uh, for some reason, he has a wounded car. Just thought I'd let you know. Uh-oh. Well, we'll have to see what happens then uh, officially for the win a little bit later. All right. Right. Time to make a call for our next group. Attention to Pit Paddock. Final call to the grid for Race Group 4, E Production, F Production, H Production, GT Light, and B Spec. Again, final call to the grid, Race Group 4, E Production, F Production, H Production, GT Light, and B Spec. Hey, we want to remind everybody that uh, Bob and Chris's Remote trackside positions are sponsored this weekend by Dino Lucy Energy Drinks. They're direct from Italy to you. Light, crisp, smooth, and refreshing. Find your power, Dino Lucy. All right, we're going to take a bit of a break, and we'll be right back with more racing action for the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour. The Green County Grand Prix right here at the Hallett Motor Racing Circuit. And you're listening to all the action on SCCA.com front slash live. 87.9 at the track and on the Performance Motorsports Network. <laughs> 